the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show seven days a week from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself, Bully Ray, and Mark Henry talk about The Rock. He has solidified himself with the bloodline and Roman Reigns. What does that mean for Cody Rhodes and WrestleMania 40? We discuss right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Number one, guys, he's so funny and so entertaining. It's almost impossible to boo him, even when he's talking about you. It's one of those things where it's like, all right, you got me. You know, Mark, you... Mark, you do it. Bully, you do it as well. Um, you know, when you get me with something, when you hit me with something, and it's just we like... We laugh. I, yeah, we laugh. And I, even I have to laugh, where it's like, you know, you got me. You got me. I mean, that's kind of like what The Rock did on Friday night. And then, so but that's... would you rather have that, Dave? No, 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 no. Because... If you're telling me a story going into WrestleMania, you gotta you gotta make me hate you. You're the fucking rock, man. You're the rock. You're a star. Everybody loves you. Rock's got to do double the work now to get these people to hate him. Like he's got to go, not tongue in cheek here. That was very tongue in cheek on Friday yeah. night. He's got to go. He's got to go for the jugular. Where, you know what, the fans aren't going to want to recite. They're not going to want to sing along. You can't be over-the-top funny and get them to laugh at it. It's the last thing. you got to stay away from that as much as possible. Now, obviously, I'm, go ahead, Bully. I can tell that you're, 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 you got something to say. So You're talking about taking all of this away from the fans, right? Yes. Remember, I told you a story a long time ago about how whether me and Devon did it or whether it would have been better off for another single star to do it to take the voice away from The Rock. Because if The Rock could not speak to the millions and millions of his fans, you're taking the one thing away from The Rock that the people want to hear, see more than anything else. Rocky, communicate with them, take them on a ride, entertain them. I think it's up to The Rock to take that all away from the people now strip the rock down to a version of himself that the people do not remember there is no more finally the rock don't do any of it anymore the people no longer deserve it that's it yeah take it away if they can't be entertained they can't cheer to me it's quite simple yeah, and and it was like, and I and I mean that it was like it was kind of like fun, entertaining. I mean, listen, I'm not saying that's a bad. To your point, Mark, is that a bad thing? No, because it it was a fun segment, it was an entertaining segment. But I think for that initial segment where The Rock is saying, "Hey, I'm on the side of the bloodline," you know, the Cody crybabies, that whole thing. It shouldn't have been fun little jabs. It it should have been going for a knockout, like making a statement early on that I don't care about you fans anymore. I'm not here for your entertainment. I'm not going to make this fun. I'm going to do exactly the opposite. 
I'm interested to see what happens the next time we see The Rock. Because you guys are both right what you said early on in the show. That the fan, it almost felt like the fans were in on the joke. Like, come on guys, you saw that joke come. When The Rock said, you guys just broke an indoor record. I was thinking, no you didn't. Because they just announced the crowd as 13,000. The week before, they're in front of 17,000. And he's like, you guys broke an indoor record. You guys broke a, a record here in Utah. I knew right then and there that you were going to get, you know, some kind of a joke. And the fans were in on it. They were in on the joke, and they felt like they were being entertained. I agree with you, Bully. Right now, to get people to buy into this, he can't be entertained. I know that's almost impossible for somebody like The Rock. But he's really got to get, he's got to get like Hollywood Hogan here in WCW where he's like, it's almost to a point like, I can't believe The Rock did that to us. I can't believe he just did that. Now, that's one side of it. The other side of it is that The Rock really didn't make it about Roman. As a matter of fact, in that promo, he didn't acknowledge Roman much at all. The he really made it seemed- about him. The bloodline seemed like the peas and carrots of yes. the segment. Yes. Yeah. And and Dave, heat builds. You have to build heat. And, and and you can build it in levels or you can build it consecutively. I I like consecutive building. Okay. Like everybody's technique of building heat is different. Uh but a comeback or a hope is instantaneous. As soon as you fight back, as soon as you bring up the fist and you start defending yourself, the the love and the and the and the hope is right there. Bang bang with every instantaneous reaction. He, Dwayne knows that I got a couple more weeks. I got a few more weeks to, you know, build this heat. Right now, I'm gonna make I'm a disrespect. I'm going to put pie in the face. You ever seen the guy that comes, ooh, man, this is delicious pie. Bang, pie in the face. That's that's a good start. Talking about your mama. Man, I would have loved to help your mom move, but she seemed like she was kicking that can by herself pretty good. Like, you, 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 you can throw jabs. All of that stuff is it's, it's just to let everybody know. Okay, he on the wrong side of this. But it's going to intensify next week. It's, it's going to, matter of fact, Dave, it's going to intensify tonight. It's going to intensify on Friday. They're going to show the replays on Tuesday of what happened on Monday. Like So it's like this complete, this building, that by the time we get to WrestleMania, you're going to have that desired effect that you're looking for. All right, we'll see, because I, I almost felt like he kind of played the hits on Friday. But I think, and, and Bully and Mark, I felt like he made it about him and didn't make it about Roman. The match is set, Cody and Roman. That's the match that's set. But Rock was talking, what it was Rock talking about on Friday? He was talking about, you guys could have had the match of the century. You could have had the greatest WrestleMania match. The match you're going to see at WrestleMania 40 isn't going to be the greatest match of all time. You could have had that if I was in the main event, 
but you guys rejected it. You didn't want it, and now you got what you got. It almost, you know, he and and it almost seemed like now it's about Cody and about taking that story away from Cody. But he did not hesitate in that promo to say, "Hey, you could have had me, but you didn't want me. Now you don't got me." But that was the perfect opportunity to say, "But you know who you do have." The head of the table, the greatest right now, Roman Reigns. He didn't do that. So I'm very interested. And again, the placement of the bloodline, the hand gesture, you got to factor all that stuff in. I'm very interested, Mark, to your point, what's going to be next? The confusion the confusion is is going to have us sticking around to see what happens next. That was that was my biggest takeaway from the press conference because I was so confused for, by the press conference, but I was confused in a way where I said to myself, all right, I have to really see how they work this out. I really want to see what happens next, which direction they're going to go down. I don't think we got much more on SmackDown, but to Mark's point, he's talking about The Rock is coming out there last Friday and he's reestablishing himself as heel rock despite the fact that people are being entertained by it and dave you saying the rock is being too entertaining if the rock was on the show right now like he should be uh he would probably just say to you hey man it's the sports entertainment business i'm gonna go out there and i'm gonna be the version of myself that i feel i should be and if they want to cheer they cheer if they want to boo they want to boo that's very much excuse me, what's going on in AEW right now with the way they present their characters. You decide how you want to take them in. However, with a baby face like Cody, I don't think you should take those risks. Cody has to be, everything that is done between now and WrestleMania has to be in the best interest of Cody. And if Cody is going to be your guy one day, whether that's at WrestleMania or a couple months down the road or at WrestleMania next year, You have to do everything to make sure he is put in position to be the biggest babyface in the history of the WWE. So I understand where you're coming from too, Dave. Like, all right, fine. You had your fun this week resetting your heel character. But by next week, start making me hate you even more. Yeah. and Go ahead, Mark. Dave, I I got to hit you with the ding ding uh, for bully. You said that people are going to want to tune in next week to figure out where it's going to go. Ding, ding, ding. That's what The Rock's ultimate thing is. He wants to show evidence that his presence puts more assets in seats than anybody else. If there's 15,000 this week, he wants 17,000 the week after. He wants to keep the building process going. And people are going to tune in to see what happens next. That's his whole foundation is old school. And the one thing that's never going to change, the style of wrestling may change. The, the, the way a wrestler looks is going to change. Hell, even the way that they shoot things can change. But the one thing that's never going to change is how you put asses in seats. And you have to do that by building the territory through putting really good heat on the ultimate baby face. And 
that story is never going to fade. It's never going to change. Cody is the ultimate babyface. And there's always going to be multiple people trying to be that number one heel. And The Rock wants to be the number one heel because that's just who he is. But the number one heel is Roman Reigns. And Roman Reigns and Cody are the issue. I can see The Rock causing Roman Reigns to lose and then thus uh, starting a rift between him and Roman. And then that's what makes the bloodline uh, fracture and put them against each other. And now you get Roman Reigns and The Rock. But it's not going to be the whole the whole thing right now is about Cody, like you said. And we're going to get that at WrestleMania. So they they're going to they're going to ramp it up every week. Yo, what's going on? This is Bully Ray from Busted Open on Sirius XM's Fight Nation. For 15 years, we've brought you the best pro wrestling talk on the planet. And now, we're bringing you even more. Yo, guys, welcome to Busted Open After Dark. Every Wednesday night, as soon as AEW Dynamite ends, I'm bringing you instant reactions with the Busted Open Nation. The only place to party on Wednesday nights is Busted Open After Dark. With me, Uncle Bully. Download it on Apple, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bully, you brought up about the fact that this story could take a severe turn where we're going to see, hey, they've made it a they've they've made it a factor. This bloodline, the family. What did we see at what did we see at the press conference? The Rock showing the family tree. Could there be a scenario where, you know, they get Jay back into the bloodline and we see the bloodline just get stronger as We've seen 2023, I think, was the year of the fracturing of the bloodline in a lot of ways, right? We saw the Usos lose the tag team titles. We saw the Usos kind of fracture and break up. Could 2024 be the bloodline getting stronger? And if that's the case, how does that factor in to WrestleMania 40? Mark, check this out. I'll compare it to Star Wars. It's really easy comparison. They blew up one Death Star. So what did the what did the uh you know the, the the Empire do? They built another bigger, better, stronger Death Star. Just when you thought you had defeated the Emperor and defeated Vader, they came back even stronger just to be defeated again. When I saw the, at the press conference, I just got goosebumps again just to let you know because that that bloodline uh family tree was so impressive you're seeing something that you've never seen before in wrestling this massive family tree when i saw that it spoke to strength and power and dominance and rule over the wwe wwf wwf for for you know um Tens upon tens upon t- 50 years, probably, of the bloodline, even more. I want to see the bloodline back at full strength. I want to see they them put together, you know, their Death Star all over again. Because we don't know how powerful a bloodline could be if they were all, if Jimmy and Jay were back together. If you have Solo, if you have Roman, and now the addition of The Rock. The Rock is basically the emperor. In this, in this whole scenario. And if we remember the Emperor coming back in um, the, uh, the the last Skywalker, 
and he built this giant, you know, you know, new empire with ships and this and that. They looked undefeatable, but they were finally able to be taken down in this scenario. So I'd, I'd like to see them hit that beat. I'd like to see them hit that point of the story where we see the bloodline back together at full force. I mean, that's just me. No, because I, then, then I think the story can truly be finished where you have the fall of the bloodline and the rise of Cody Rhodes. Go ahead, Mark. I, I, I would like to see them collectively go to Jay and say, hey, you need to come home. And him go, not long as he's the tribal chief. And the Rock say, well, you, can you do better? We all a family. We all not always going to agree. Kind of like the, the movie that, that him and Roman were in. Like, and, and let them get into some deep, heavy family guilt trip type stuff. Because the story actually can't use that right now. Because you can actually put more heat on, on Rock and Roman uh, if they, you know, kind of give him a, another uh, hard way leading up until WrestleMania. So um, more family story. There's nothing wrong with it. Dave, let's look at this from a creative point of view, a good business point of view. Let's take personal out of it. I'm going to use you as the specific, ask you specifically. What's better for business? Cody wins at Mania? Mm-hmm. Or we see the the rebuilt, the resurrecting of the bloodline. If if the rock is the rock involved, yeah, involved how? Like, are we going to see the rock? Not, I'm not saying on a week on a weekly basis, but is the rock continuing? Is he going to be a part of this bloodline story moving yes. forward out of yes. out of wrestling? Then, yes. then, then it's the bloodline, and and I mean, and here- could you see? Could you see Rocky maybe putting himself in the chamber, or uh, listen? I don't know how we get there. I don't know, but there's enough friction between Rocky and Seth where I could see that happening. And in no way, shape, or form am I am I bullies calling it right now? They're gonna do this. They're gonna do this, and then we're spitballing here some creative ideas. I don't hate the bloodline with all the gold. I don't hate seeing Rocky bullying his way into the chamber or, or, you know, telling somebody, yeah, you got the sixth spot, but I'm, I'm, I'm on the board of directors, get the hell out or you're fired. Well, but, but, however, he gets himself involved with Seth. Bully. I, I, and that's very possible, but that would just be one step, right? Because I feel like what is the rock continuously said? He talked about the long game. He keeps he keeps mentioning the long game, right? So, you know, if we're going to compare it to Star Wars, which is what you like to do, to me, Star Wars is is the first three movies. I, I'm not getting into the chapter bullshit. I'm talking about seventy eight. You know, the, you know, you know. The, I'm talking about the first three Star Wars movies: Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. Right now, if you look at this Bloodline story. We're still in the first movie. We're still in Star Wars. We haven't hit Empire Strikes Back yet because I really do feel 
And I know it sounds crazy because Roman Reigns is still your undisputed WWE Universal Champion. But I feel like in 2023, the bloodline took a step backward. You saw Jimmy and Jay Uso break up. You've seen Solo Sokolo lose matches, right? Even though Roman is still your undisputed WWE Universal Champion, what has been the knock on him? What has been the story? He never defends the championship. The only reason why he's the champion is because he never defends it. We never see him in an actual match. So it, it feels like Cody is on the verge of becoming the face of the WWE and becoming the undisputed WWE Universal Champion. They kind of just cleared a path for him because we all thought it was going to be The Rock versus Roman Reigns. We thought he wasn't even in this match at WrestleMania 40. Now he is. How could the bloodline screw Cody? By becoming bigger, better, and badder. That is how they could screw Cody. So... I'm listen, I still feel that Cody could be the face of the WWE, but I know you guys always look at but how can you do it even bigger? How can you make Cody even a bigger baby face? How can you make this story even bigger that it could go outside of WrestleMania 40? Then you have to inject some new things. Listen, we could see more additions to the bloodline. Jacob Fatu is a free agent. Could he find his way into the bloodline? Could uh, Jay Uso find his way back into the family? Bully, you just said, could The Rock become world heavyweight champion? If you do all these things, now you're st- stacking the odds even bigger against Cody, but it's also going to make the fans want to see Cody get bigger and stronger. And listen, who knows? Maybe at the end of the day, maybe Drew McIntyre was right. Maybe Jay Uso is trying to corrode Monday Night Raw within. Again, they Drew McIntyre never fully trusted Jay Uso, but everybody welcomed Jay Uso back with open arms. Why? Why? Maybe at the end of the day, we're going to find out that Drew was right all along. What did did Paul Heyman say the last time he spoke about the bloodline? Hey, we're just in the third inning here. Well, maybe there's a lot more innings to play. Maybe we thought going into WrestleMania 40, we were in the bottom of the ninth. But maybe this is just the seventh inning stretch. Who knows? Remember in Empire Strikes Back when uh, Lando takes... Han and Leia and Chewie to a meeting and when the door is open Darth Vader is behind the door and basically now we're seeing the good guys really get heat put on them because Vader takes over and now they have Han and Leia and Chewie and they're gonna you know put Han and they put Han in Carbonite that's what we that's to me the the bloodline getting back together once the bloodline gets back together we're in our empire strikes back phase and now luke cody has to go to find a way he has to get together with the the other rebels the the uh the sammies the seths maybe the drews to eventually take down the bloodline we need our you said the first three movies we need our return of the jedi with cody rhodes or bully you could look at it from the other side. 
We could see Cody win the undisputed WWE Universal Championship at WrestleMania 40. And The Rock say, you know what, Roman? This is why I needed to be in this main event. Because you are not the head of the table. I'm the head of the table. Because look what just happened. You were in the match. I wanted to make it easy for you. I wanted to make it easy for you where... Us as a family was in the main event at WrestleMania 40 would have been the biggest match of all time. But I get, it was it was right in your hands and you dropped the ball. Now I got to take the ball and I got to bring our family. Now you have to re like you said the Death Star is blown up at WrestleMania 40 and then the the lead up to WrestleMania 40 is building up that new death. Like there there's there's a there's one way you could go, and there's a completely different way you could go. It could go either way. And and this is what has me so intrigued to see which way they decide to go. I believe that they had to pivot already. Let's see if they pivot again or if they are com- completely back on track. And I think Star Wars, and you know what? Maybe even modern day, like I don't watch the modern day stuff, but maybe like Avengers might be a better comparison. But my go-to is Star Wars. And I I could definitely see a Star Wars scenario playing out here. But the other night in the ring didn't really lead me to believe that Rock was a part of the bloodline. Even when they posed and everybody put the one in the air. Rock did not put a definitive one. He put an L. And then there was a part of it where when Rock said he was going to take take Cody down or insinuating taking Cody down, he was actually staring at Roman. And they did some very tricky camera work. So there's a lot of reading in between the lines to do when it comes comes to analyzing last Friday night on SmackDown. And this is the beauty of a great story. You don't know what the next chapter is going to be. And we just brought up two or three different scenarios. And each scenario we brought up is a winning scenario. It's a, it's a winning scenario all around. And that's what makes the bloodline so intriguing. The Busted Open Podcast is now available on YouTube. This is Dave LaGreca, host of Busted Open, the number one pro wrestling show on the planet. You can now watch and listen to the award-winning Busted Open Podcast every single day on YouTube. Our best interviews, behind-the-scenes access, and some of our best content from the past, all available right now when you go to youtube.com slash at Busted Open Podcast. Subscribe right now. Now, Mark, I know you wanted to talk about Logan Paul. Excellent match between Logan Paul and The Miz in an Elimination Chamber qualifying match. Man, it's easy to say that Logan Paul has all the tools, right? Man, he has more than all the tools, Dave. He, He loves it. And that's the thing that Bully said a long time ago about people coming into pro wrestling, the 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 celebrity wing this is probably 2 years ago he started talking about the celebrity wing and this is before McAfee really got rolling before bad bunny and those two guys since have become the better celebrity attractions that ever came into the business why because they truly love it it's not like hey i want some attention because I got a movie coming out 
or I'm going to be on this new TV show and I need to do ad space. Bad Bunny don't give a damn. Bad Bunny, all his shit is sold out already. Yeah. His tours is sold out. He loved wrestling because he loves wrestling. And that's what he wanted to be. When I heard him, you know, talk about how he, when he was a little boy and he wanted to be a pro wrestler and his folks told him, no, you're too small. You're going to get hurt. It just made me feel good because he loved it like I loved it. He loved it like Bully loves it. And you. So why would you not if you had the opportunity to go and pour yourself into it? That dude took five flights, Dave, from dates. He was on tour. Five charter flights. Denver to Orlando. Wrestle a couple of days. Go back on tour. Do a show. Fly back on a charter back to Orlando to get in the ring and, and practice. On tour, his shows are two and a half, three hours. He dancing, singing, doing all of this stuff. How tired, you know how tired he had to be? But he loved it. And and Paul, listen, man, I watch him, and I, I don't know his family, but he looked like a heart to me. You put you put him and and old next to each other, they're gonna look like brothers. Wow. He 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 his mannerisms are very similar to Owen's. I can't take my eyes off him. And and I and the, the, the thing that that more than his mannerisms is that damn laugh. That is Owen's laugh. That smirk, those smiles, the the way that he 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 feels like I know something that nobody else knows. <laughs> That's bro, I don't know where he got it from. I don't know if he studied it and copied it. I don't know if it's just who he is. But if it is, it's very Owen Hart like. And I'm signed up for it all day, not because I loved Owen and that was my brother, but because he is entertaining as shit (laughs) and athletic. Holy hell. There's a video of him and his brother working out with the Rams and LeBron James during uh, before football season. And he's running routes and catching passes. Hell, he could have played football. When I say athletic, I mean 40-inch vertical athletic, Dave. There ain't many guys that can do that in wrestling. Fast, coordinated, and he tough, can fight. You add all of that athleticism and entertainment ability to a guy that actually can say, well, knuckle up then. Let's go. And have the confidence to say I'm willing to fight any man on this planet, whether I win or lose. If I lose, I'm going to get up, dust off, and I'll fight your ass tomorrow. That's a man. 
That's why everybody like him. They just don't know why they like him. I'm telling you why you like him. Because he a man. He got something that everybody else don't have and a lot of confidence. See, Mark, and I, I love what you just said, not just about not just about Logan Paul, but what you said about Bad Bunny. For a long period of time, when we saw celebrities get involved in pro wrestling, especially in the world of the WWE, I bring up like Flo Rida as an example, where he would come in, he would take a swing at somebody, and that would be it. And it usually would be the wrestler on the, on the embarrassing end of it, right? But now yeah. we're seeing Pat McAfee, Bad Bunny, you know, Logan Paul. And Bad Bunny being on a completely next level. To hear yeah, the he, stories of like Bad, Bad Bunny is one of the major pop artists in the world. In the world. In like, the world. You're talking about approaching or on par with like a Taylor Swift, right? I don't think I'm going out yeah. on a limb on no, saying no, no, that, not. right? So this guy performs, he's on tour. And in between dates, he's flying to the performance center to train. I mean, to put that type of dedication, to take that time, that's that. I will always have love in my heart for Bad Bunny, and I, you know what, I will always support Bad Bunny, whether I like his music or not. It doesn't matter because. That man has respect for the pro wrestling business. Yes, Pat McAfee does. has respect for the pro wrestling business. Logan Paul has respect for the pro wrestling business. Because they're not just walking in to say, all right, I'm a celebrity. Give me my flowers. Now what do I have to do? They're willing to put the blood, sweat, and tears in that. And, and not everybody's willing to do that, Mark. No. I'm going to give you this, Dave. Pat McAfee. Lived in Indianapolis, had a big barn, bought a brand new ring, brought in a referee to do the ropes like they're really supposed to be done, and then hired Rip Rogers to train him. Wow. Commitment. Out of his pocket. Nobody asked him. Nobody said, hey, Pat, you want to get into wrestling? Oh, no, he did it because he wanted to do it. And then people got notice of the fact that he loved wrestling, and then he was able to get in. But it was the fact that he wanted it. I live 15 minutes from Dustin Rhodes Academy. I've been over there about three or four times. Helping out the big guys, you know, just trying to give back. And roll around myself a little bit, which sucked. Oh, it hurt so bad. <laughs> but Dave, I'm 15 minutes away. I'm not going over there today. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm not going over there this weekend. I'm not going over there next week. I can tell you already, if Bad Bunny was in town, he would go to Dustin Rose School. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. It, it kind of reminds me, and Dave, you'll know this. You're saying that Bad Bunny would go in town. He would go to Dustin's school to pick Dustin's brain, to learn a little more, to, yes. to improve on, on, on the things that he's done already. Dave, remember the stories about Randy Rhodes when he would land in a city? 
What would he do before he would go to the gigs? Do you remember? That? No, no. He would go to like he would find out who the local um, guitar uh, teacher was or guitar instructor and go take a lesson with like the well-known local guitar instructor just to learn something new. I or didn't just, know that. I'm just yeah. learning that for the first time. I didn't know yeah. that. And Randy Rhodes, you know, Mark was probably, you know, the, you know, before Eddie Van Halen, there was Randy Rhodes. Dave, is that safe to say? Well, they were at, they were at the same time, but there are two, they were two guitar gods. Like they were, he was just amazing. And unfortunately we lost him at a very young age. But I think what you're saying, Bully and Mark, is that if you truly want to be one of the elite, and you truly want to be one of you have to continue to be a sponge. You never yeah. want to hit your ceiling and say, all right, I know enough. But like with Randy Rhodes, bully, he's a guitarist and he wants to get better. Like for a guy like Bad Bunny to be one of the biggest pop stars and say, hey, I want to get involved in wrestling or a Pat McAfee, who's a former NFL punter. But a lot to- of these guys wanted to be pro wrestlers when they were younger. Much like me, I wanted to be a pro wrestler and a rock star. Rockstar didn't want out, you know, work out. I I would have loved to have been a rock star. But so but, right but, up my alley. But they bully would have probably been doing the E true Hollywood story on me already. But but bully, do you know how difficult <laughs> but do you know how difficult it must be to be like the best at what you do? You're the best at what you do, but then you have another passion that you love to take the what so when you're at the, the best at what you do, you have very little free time. You have very little time to spend with family, very little time to spend with friends, or very little time to just sit back in a chair, veg out, and watch TV. And you're using that precious time that you have to enjoy the fruits of your labor, and you're going out and you're working on something that you just are that you have a love and passion for. Like I am sure. Bad Bunny could call Triple H, right, and say, hey, I'm Bad Bunny. I want to make an appearance at WrestleMania. Sure, no problem. We'll have you come in, do a couple of things, and you could be a part of it. No, he wanted to get that's, down that's and dirty. Like, man, that's that, that's where you got to stand up and show respect for somebody that is willing to, like, start from ground zero and work his way up. How, how long that was that match, bad- Bully? Huh? How how long was Bad Bunny and Damian Priest match? Like 20, ha- 25? Yeah, they put in some time. 15, 20, sure. Guys, I'm going to tell you something. 10 minutes of pro wrestling, it's, it's tough. 15 minutes, you 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 can put bells and whistles, smoke and mirrors, you know, shuffle some. You know, a, a rest spot in there. If that's you know, it's no such thing, but it's it's a thing. And twenty minutes now, you're in the deep water. Now you got to have talent, and you got to be able to listen. You got to be able to breathe. Twenty five. Breathe, minutes breathe. Or twenty five minutes is elite. Twenty five minutes is when instinct happens. And your focus is on listening to the crowd and giving the people what they want and giving them a finish that they can go home and be like, holy hell, I can't believe what I just saw. Everybody can't do it. 
Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open every day of the week at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today.